Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli. I'm a certified transformational coach helping mompreneurs balance that juggling act. Well, today on the show, I have a very special guest. She's from Clearwater, Florida. She's a mother of four, two boys, two girls, and an eight-year-old grandson. She's been in the real estate business for 15 years while homeschooling her children. Today, I would like to introduce you to Cindy Lucart. Cindy, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. I love it. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today and taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, you know, as part of A Balanced Life for You, you know that it's all about designing the life of your dreams. And I know in the real estate business, that's a challenging business in itself. But let me say, while raising and, and homeschooling four children, is that I right? Two because the challenge the school system gave me with the first two. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, my listeners are going to want to know more about um, your journey. So would you take just a few minutes and give us a little background about you and your your business and what you do? Yeah, I started out in dental hygiene back in the day when I left home. I went to the Army, and then I went to college. I was a dental hygienist until an automobile accident curtailed that activity. So... I had to do something that was not an eight-to-five sit-at-a-desk schedule because sitting at a desk eight-to-five was difficult for me physically. And then over time, I got to learn eight-to-five was really not my personality anyway. So um, being able to homeschool my girls and being available to do sports with them, dance with them, uh, other kinds of things while I was working in real estate um, kind of blended itself together. It's a juggling act uh, at best, but uh, along the way, the girls learned life skills of how to juggle things, and uh, the girls are learning how to juggle things differently than the boys did that had that structure of being in an eight-to-five scenario. Mm. Well, tell us what about your current situation and your, your job or your business that you have now. What is it that you enjoy most about what you do? I enjoy being able to find homes for people that have a dream. Florida is uh, where people come to retire quite often, and they want to be near the beach. They want to be near activities. They want to be able to enjoy the sun year-round. So I get to be in that environment and, like they say, work where you want, uh, live where you want to vacation. So Clearwater is kind of that area. I get to watch sunsets as often as I'd like and uh, get to be on the beach watching dolphins and that type of thing. We have an opportunity to watch manatees get rescued and mm-hmm. those types of things. And people often say, well, what about the hurricanes? What about the hurricanes? They're, they're a nasty storm for three or four days, and if you prepare yourself right, it's no different than any other natural disasters around the United States. Uh, very, very nicely put. And I love um, live where you want to vacation. And that's pretty much the mission that I'm on at this point in my life. We're, we're, on, that, uh, we're on that path soon to be there <laughs> so that I can be at the beach as well. I love watching the dolphins in the morning too. Um, it's just painting such a beautiful picture. And I heard what you enjoy is, is finding homes, really those dream homes for people, what they're, they're looking for and in their retirement stage. Is that right? 
In actually all stages of life, I was doing a, a veteran summit this weekend, and it's quite interesting how even um, the veterans that have had not the opportunity to, one one gentleman is renting for like $2,800, and I'm like, oh my gosh, can you imagine the house you can buy for that? And the house he's renting is a modest 1,500-square-foot home that's not got a whole bunch of bells and whistles that that same amount of money could buy him so and he's seeing that so even for the younger generations or the midlife people that just want to be in the Florida environment um, just putting them in something that they can own and they can do their own landscaping and their own color on their walls and their own carpet choice and that type of thing is is rewarding to, to see and then of course you have the retirees that typically mm-hmm. are downsizing. Um, they want something small that they don't have to take care of. So uh, we're finding things that um, they don't have to maintain the pool, they don't have to maintain the painting, but they have the luxury of being poolside if they want to be. Yes. I actually have met several people within my husband's family who are kind of reaching that age and doing the same thing. They, they're young enough to still be so active and want to do things, but at the same time they're tired of having – uh, we'll call it that responsibility once you've done it for 40 years. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let, somebody else, let somebody else cut the yard for a while. It, it, it's it's funny. My my 17-year-old has a boyfriend that he loves landscaping. Every time I turn around, he's at my son's house mowing the yard. <laughs> I'm like, honey, hang on to him. He likes to mow the yard. <laughs> See, I personally, I love mowing the yard, but I'm I'm still within that first, you know, 40 years of, you know, enjoying that landscaping opportunity. But I can see down the road when I hit that uh, living where I want to uh, vacation <laughs> segment, I think I'll be ready for somebody else to cut the grass for a while. <laughs> play tennis or play shuffleboard or go bowling or play cards or just walk. There's a lot of parks to walk in. Oh, I love it. I love it. You know, I think I heard when you were giving us a little bit of your background, um, was, there was a specific point in life or a specific incident that helped you make the decision to follow this path of real estate. Could you um, um, tell us a little bit more about that, elaborate on that? Sure. College was something that my mother as an educator was, you, you're going to go to college, you're going to go to college, you're going to go to college. And went to college for dental hygiene. And while I enjoyed dental hygiene, um, an automobile took accident, um, took that away from me. I herniated discs, so I couldn't use my hands like you need in dentistry. It's really, if you can't hold a pen and feel things really, the calculus and teeth and stuff like that, you can't um, clean teeth. So that skill Mm -hmm. was taken away from me by that automobile accident. So I had to do something different. It took me about four or five years to kind of figure out what that was. I was going through rehab and such like that. And along the way, I thought, okay, real estate, real estate, that sounds interesting. That sounds interesting. And all through my real estate career, it's gone from being that you open a door to somebody, oh, I fall in love with this house, and there's three or four buyers for that house, to the market crash, to where I had to do broker price again just to make ends meet because there was just nobody buying because the property values were so crazy. People mm. couldn't qualify for mortgages back to where the market back up again. So it's just kind of like the roller coaster of life. You just kind of figure out, okay, where's the buyer at? Where's the seller at? Solve that real estate solution for that buyer or seller. 
and it's quite rewarding to be able to be flexible and do that with people. Oh, I hear that. When, when you were describing that four or five years that you were trying to decide, and the reason why I'm asking you this again is because I know I have many listeners who tune into the show because they love to be inspired and hear stories of how women came to that point. Um, so as you were discovering your different um, possibilities, was there a sense that you were finding things that you absolutely didn't enjoy doing? Were, were there things that were similar to real estate that you found that you enjoyed? Or was it just by um, throwing ideas out in your head that said, you know what, real estate sounds like something I could really enjoy? I tried a lot of different uh, MLM scenarios that came my way as being available to be worked around my limitations of the physicalness, that I, physical difficulties I was going mm-hmm. through. And then, but it was just still not something that was clicking for me. Uh, I was not able to really make an, any of the MLMs work for me. And then real estate came across the plate. I was like, oh, I can do that. And it doesn't have to be dependent on some product that somebody doesn't want. Somebody always wants a house somewhere. So for in back of then it was in the 90s. I know that sounds like a really, really long time ago. And there wasn't as much Internet-based stuff available to go and search and figure out who I am, what do I want to do like there is today. And even in this chapter of finishing raising my child, my four kids, and having a grandson, there's still some things like, okay, she turned 18. Is she moving out? Isn't she moving out? So where am I going with that particular chapter? Um, but, uh, yeah, the Internet's given quite a few uh, opportunities for people to help figure that out. But there weren't back in the 90s. It was just a matter of try it. If you didn't like it, next. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I like, and I like that because some people feel like, um, you know, we have both spectrums. We have some that are open to try it on for size, if you will. And then you have other people who they try it on and – it's not a bad thing, it's not a great thing, but they start feeling like, well, it's okay, I'll make it work. And they're not, and they, they're not sure how to try something bigger and better. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, because um, for me, bigger and better was always something that needed to be um, met for me. It was just a personal drive that wasn't making me feel like I was helping somebody by doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about just income. It was right. about helping somebody by doing what I was doing, whatever that that, And that's what I was hearing, that that's what really gets you up, and that's essentially kind of what helps you get up every day and do your business is the ability to help somebody find something that's suitable for them, obtainable for them, that can actually be a dream home in many senses. Is that right? Well, there's a lot of people that have been through a lot of different challenges, and I found over the years in real estate, a lot of stories are the same. There's not a whole lot of different experiences out there. Everybody's been through something in their life. And we can always learn from those other stories. Like, wow, I can remember so-and-so that had that, and this is how they were able to overcome that challenge. So Mm -hmm. by experiencing other people's stories, I'm able to share how other people experienced it. But sometimes people won't seek out help. It's just kind of you're there to hear the story and then Mm – if the tears flow, but you're able to help somebody through something that you never knew was coming your way. Well, that's a that's a new enlightenment on um, a realtor. Uh, I've never, you know, I've never really thought much about that perspective. So thank you for sharing that. 
Um, when it comes to running your own business, because we know businesses can take a lot of time, effort, and energy, um, what do you do for your downtime? How, do you, how does Cindy relax? Hard for me to do that, believe it or not. Um, I am relaxing most when I'm just sitting, listening to the Gulf of Mexico waves just roll and roll and roll. And, but I sit out there too long and I get sunburned. I have to be careful with that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sit on the beach? Or are you at your house? Um, uh, no, I'm actually at a chair on the beach. When I that's where it's when I relax the best. There's there I leave the electronics in the car, take my keys. I sit. Sometimes I read. Sometimes uh-huh. I just sit there, and I fall asleep usually. And that's when the sunburn comes. <laughs> I love it. So you really so I can relate to that. It's a matter of um, just enjoying nature, the sounds of the water, yep. okay, the crash of the waves. I could sit there all day. I just got back from the beach about a week and a half ago, so you're, you're still singing my song right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do. I'll I will go on a cruise where everybody hand, waits on me hand and foot. I don't have to make the bed. I don't have to cook the meal. I can go to the adult hot tub. I don't have to deal with kids. <laughs> I have none to do that. Oh, I love it. What a great idea. So if you're, if you're a woman out there listening and you too can relate to just enjoying time with nature, if you have the ability to sit at the beach and watch and listen to the waves crash and you have kids, Cindy is recommending, hey, go on a cruise too because <laughs> there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with someone waiting on you for a change, right? Do not feel guilty about That's leaving great. your children and you enjoying your trip. Oh, what a great idea. I want to shift this just a little bit and talk about you um, as the mom. So we're going to call you the mompreneur, which is what this show is all about. And we mentioned that you do have four children. Hold on. Yep. Now, Cindy, um, going back to our initial introduction, uh, you said you have four children, two boys, two girls. You and I have a lot. You and I have a lot in common. Um, tell us how many of those children are still currently home with you. The last one will be eighteen <laughs> in February, and I am so mixed with that chapter. Uh, one child <laughs> remaining. <laughs> one child remaining. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that means uh, you've been in business for fifteen years. So. Um, I would, I would love to hear a little bit about the homeschooling and how you managed to do that because I know I've thought about homeschooling before. My daughter's asked me about online schooling, and I only have one left at home as well. Uh, so would you share with me and my listeners about how, how do you do that running a business? How do you do that running a business? It's about the kids need structure and boundaries. We all know that. They, they thrive with that best. Um, it's just have to figure out what that structure and what those boundaries are for your family. But um, the uh, losing track of mind, oh, goodness, where did my, where did my squirrel go? Oh, um, the homeschooling part, once they get into the high school and you start encouraging them, it's like, okay, it's your life that you've got to do these things for. You kind of expose them to career choices, things like that. And they interact with adults as well as children. If you do it well, there's plenty of opportunities to do co-ops where they're in areas where other kids are at. My daughter has done all of her biology and chemistry 
uh, and sciences that have labs at a co-op and it's taught by a nurse and she brings in things that I wouldn't even want to bother with. Um, <laughs> and they have character in the co- homeschool co-ops that they're not exposed to what's going on in the buildings to where they have to have school resource officers there, that kind of environment. Mm. So they communicate with adults, they communicate with kids, they still have homeschooling experiences, they still have prom experiences, they still have graduation experiences. My daughter has dual enrolled in the college this year, so she does online classes through Florida Virtual School that she chose to take. Uh, Personal finance was one of them. And um, then she's taking sign language at the college, and then the college introductory class of kind of figuring out what careers are out there for her to travel into for her choice, as opposed to mom saying what she has to do. Mom's encouraging her to get an AS general education business focus, because she really doesn't know yet, but I figure Mm -hmm. the business degree could fit her in just about anything she does. Great idea. I didn't realize there were so many opportunities for homeschooling, so thank you for that. In regards to um, having multiple children at home and running a business, uh, tell, me, tell me what that's like with you know, family time. I know um, some of my listeners have a challenge with trying to figure out how do you make quality time versus quantity, because that can be that, that fine line. Learn the love language of everybody in your home oh, and try to that. figure out how you fit that love language with that child you need to connect with. If you find the kids misbehaving, their love tank's not full somewhere. And if you can identify what tank that's missing, then that helps. And it's not to say that if you have four kids at home, you can do all four kids at one time. You just have to kind of figure that part out. And don't forget your own love tank needs to be filled so that if everybody has a conversation of understanding where everybody's different, then everybody can get, oh, acts of service might be someone. So if the husband takes the trash out or the kids take the trash out because that's what serves mom well, then everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. What a great tip. Learn the love language of each child. And don't forget about your own tank. Make sure it's full. Or your spouses. Or your spouses. Oh, my gosh. That is great, great advice. Um, Cindy, over the last 15 years since you've had your real estate business and you're raising your children, um, have you had any, any particular uh, challenge in life that you thought, oh, my gosh, will I ever get through this and it may possibly affect the success of my business? I've had some guests who have had physical or mental or emotional challenges. Are there any that you can put your finger on? Domestic violence. Domestic violence. Yes. Would you I care was, to elaborate? I'm a survivor of domestic violence by two and a half years. Well, God bless you, and we're so glad you're here. I became, I became the helicopter mother of a 15-year-old. But that's not the age they want a helicopter mom. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you mean by a helicopter mom? I was going in the public bathrooms with her. I was everywhere she went. I was there to make sure that he wasn't going to attack her as well. Okay. Because he and knew she was homeschooled, and I didn't want her him to try to get to me through her. Well, that must have been a very scary time. It was. It was quite scary. Quite scary. Is there any 
anything that you can pinpoint that allowed you to get through this challenge? Just breathe. If you're in a situation that seems like you just can't get there, in through your mouth or into your nose, out through your mouth, deep breaths, and just realize as long as you're continuing to breathe, you are alive. It will calm you down, believe it or not, if you do it slowly and just mm-hmm. keep saying positive things in your mind to get you out of your present panicking state. Great tip. How long did this affect you and your family, this challenge? Um, a good 12 months because of stuff that he was pulling um, in, the, in the court system. Uh, occasionally things will pop up for me if someone that looks like him and I can't see their eyes is in a mm-hmm. public place. I had that experience about two months ago. I couldn't see their eyes to know if it was him or not. My body just freaked out and I was in public, so I said, please do not be embarrass myself and behave. So I asked the manager to ask the guy's name and I handled it that way. So it's just, that's that unconscious stuff that kind of rears its ugly head from time to time. And I was able to handle it tactfully, I hope. Excellent. Well, yeah, they're, they're called triggers, and that can happen with anybody who's been through anything very traumatic. Um, yep. did, you have any, did you have any doubts during this time frame that uh, your business, or your, at this point, really, your survival skills were um, in jeopardy? Actually, it kicked my business into a different focus because while um, I was going through all that, my finances changed. So it was depending on just me again. And mm-hmm. so I had to kick my business into a different gear um, to survive on my own without another paycheck coming into the house to split the bills. So you had to kick your business into a higher gear in order to survive having one paycheck now. Yep. Okay. That's very inspiring because there are so many women who um, may, may have given up, may have said, I can't do this, and may have fallen. In, in experience, um, some of them end up going back to the situation because they think they can't, but if you really search for it and find it, you can. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Do you have any tips for the mompreneurs listening or the women who want to be a mompreneur on how to balance your business, self-care, and children? The planning is, is quite important. So on Sunday nights or a night of the week that works for you, sit down with your family, whoever that is, and say, this is how I need my business week to go. This is how you have school things going. This is how you have sports things going or dance or whatever is important to the children and figure out, okay, how are we as a family going to manage everyone being where they need to be? Who's going to help with cooking? Who's going to help with cleaning? Who's going to help with transporting if that's available? Um, Even use public transportation or Uber if you have to. Um, Mm. Sometimes my daughter has to Uber home from work because I just can't get her. Uh, to have those conversations of what's out there. Moms, use the resources that are there within the family and then reach out to other things that are available. And even with friends, carpooling with sports scenarios is very available if you just ask. That's a, that is a great tip, planning. So pick a night, any night, and consult with 
everyone within the family unit, discuss activities, travel arrangements, home chores, food, meals, shopping, and et cetera. That's a wonderful, wonderful tip. All right, everybody, did you hear that? It's not just what you want to do. It's converse with everybody who is involved. Thank you. Well, Cindy, looking at the future, the one thing I always like to remind everybody, yes, we are busy women. We are business women. We are moms. It's important to take care of ourselves, which we've discussed. And I also know that in 2016, life is a little bit more challenging than it was back in the 1950s. Would you agree with that? Just Not that either one of us would know that. <laughs> Not that either one of us would really know that. I mean, this will be for me. But we've seen shows, and it's, you know, you, you see mom, and she's home, and the children are so well-behaved, except for maybe, I'm not even going to date the show at this point, never mind. Um, <laughs> I think of Leave it to Beaver, you know. Um, <laughs> man, talk about just dating myself. That's okay. Um, you know, one thing I like to be about the show is um, all of us to be transparent. We, I, I really believe in promoting um, higher education in oneself to be the best mom, the best wife, the best businesswoman, and to be in the best shape that we can. So for you, Cindy, if you could pinpoint one or two, is there one skill or one thing that you would like to change or improve that you feel would benefit you in having a more balanced life, again, with the family, business, and self? I need to go swim in the pool more often because Mm -hmm. I find the stretch of the exercise of the pool, and if I get tired of swimming, I can put my feet down and walk, and I don't have Mm -hmm. to feel that my imbalance is going to endanger me on the ground. Sometimes Mm -hmm. balance is not a good thing, and I fall. In the pool, okay. if I fall, I'm not going very far. Exercise, <laughs> stretch, that hot tub. Uh, yeah, I need to do that more often. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to ask you, because everybody probably can relate to what you're going to say. What is it that keeps you, holds you back from doing this one thing more often? I don't like driving to the gym at 9 o'clock, at 6 o'clock in the morning when, when the time's available for me, and in the <laughs> evening like going in the gym when the pool's too crowded. <laughs> the lame excuses, but that's what they are. <laughs> I love it. It's a lame excuse. Well, you know, you heard it here. Cindy admitted this. Well, we will have to talk a little bit more, you know, balancing that juggling act. <laughs> Maybe we can come up with a little different plan for you so you can incorporate, figure out how to incorporate the swimming and the stretching and the hot tub for yourself. Well, Cindy, as we kind of come to the end of our time today, which I appreciate you so much, uh, do you have some of my guests have favorite quotes that they like to share? Do you have any? Over, around it, through it, just do it. Wait, say that again. Over, Over, around it, through it, just do it. Through it, just do it. I love that. Well, do you have any online resources that you would be willing to share um, that would be helpful for our listeners based on your business or your challenges or homeschooling? Anything that you feel would be um, applicable to our listeners today? Just Google whatever state you're in. Homeschooling uh, resources would be the place to start for everybody that's outside of Florida. 
um, they can give you um, ideas of what to do in your state because every state has different laws. As far as personal, um, Deep Oprah has quite a few Deepak Oprah, uh, Deepak meditation 21 day sessions that are free. So um, mm. I like to start there on some of those and then sometimes I buy them for long term and sometimes they just those 21 days kickstart me into the next month. It's just it's, uh, different meditation focuses. I love it. So different, uh, a variety of options that you try out yourself and some for our listeners. Well, if anybody in Florida would like to know more about you, your real estate business, or how to reach you, how would they find you? Very simple. www.cindylukeharty.com. That's my website. It has my phone number, 727-420-3628. Well, you heard it, ladies. Now, this information will be uh, with the episode, so please, if you didn't catch that, rewind it, play it again, uh, check out the bio for our episode today with Cindy Lucart. Cindy, thank you so much for being a guest with me today. I hope you had a good time. I did. Wonderful. Well, everyone, thanks again for listening to our show, A Balanced Life for You, where you can design the life of your dreams. I hope you had a little inspiration today. Coach Rhonda, and we will see you next week. 